25th verse. And I'll be reading in the New International Version, the NIV. And these are the words that James had penned there. He said, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. <clears throat> May the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his words. I uh, thought today's obedience is the key to successful Christian living. Obedience is the key to successful Christian living. Pastor Blount and my church had interacted about I ask questions and I, and I expect a response. Amen. And if that's okay, because I feel it all. Amen. So, so I, I'm going to ask y'all a question. So, so my question to you today, church, is what is a key? When you think of the word key, what does that tell you? What, is a, what does a key do for you? What is a key? I see somebody saying that. It unlocks things. It unlocks things. Ah, yeah, it does, it does. So would you say, and thank you for that, would you say that when it unlocks things, it gives you access? And so if you're a teacher and you have a test, don't you have an answer key? And the answer key gives you what? Access to all the answers. In our text, James gives the listeners the key, access y'all, to having a blessed Christian life. And now, now for you scholars out there, I'm not going to get too, too theological on this. There's some questions of which James wrote this book. Some say it was James, Jesus' brother, James, a servant. And there's some discrepancy. Doesn't matter what we do know, is this servant wrote this epistle. He was writing it to Christians, watch this, that were under extreme pressure to conform to society. Yes. I'm going to say that again. He was writing to Christians, to believers, who were under extreme tremendous amount of pressure. Yeah. What I love about this book of James, it gives you practical insight on how to live your Christian life. Yeah. Unlike Paul, you get a theolo the theological, theological um, 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 uh, his explanation about Christ and what he did. James gives you practical insight Yes. on how to live this Christian life. Yes. Now, even though we know that even though it was given to the believers back then, it is for us now. Amen? Amen. Amen. Are we not under tremendous pressure 
to conform to society? Yes. Well, I got news for you. James has the key to help us live a Christian life in this society. Yes. Um, the author gives practical insight on how to live out the Christian life. He instructs his listeners to be doers of the word. Yeah. And not just fearers of Watch this. Let me first tell you what not to do. He tells you what not to do. He says in verse 23, if you hear, just hear God's word and don't apply it to your life, you're like a person that looks in the mirror real quick, walks away and forgets what he sees. What's a mirror? What's a mirror do for us? It reflects. See how you look. See how you look. How many of us go to the mirror and you've done a quick look and you keep walking only to find out something was out of place, the hair was out of place, something was undone, and somebody walks up to you and whispers and says, so you need to. And you feel, oh man, I missed it. Because we were so busy doing a quick look in the mirror. For those of us who really just want to have everything in place, how long does it take you to be in that mirror? You want to look and make sure everything is in place, every curve is right, every shoe is latched, Everything. Yeah. The tie comes to a certain length. Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about. You know, and make sure it's right under the collar, ladies. You want to make sure that dress is just right. It's not off to the side. Uh, you, you want to make sure everything is just straight. Yeah. Right? But that takes time. Yeah. You got to look and really do some investigation. Are you with me today? Yeah. But, 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 but what James says, this would, don't do this. Don't just hear God's word and don't apply it. Just walk away. Because uh-huh. you're like a person that looks in that mirror real quick uh-huh. and see you won't miss something. And see, same thing when you look at God's word. If you look at it quickly, let me say you get your your set for the day. Yeah. You look at a quick scripture and that's all you do for the day. Uh-huh. See, you, you, you have the tendency to forget what you have read. How can you apply that which you don't remember? Amen. Yes. Amen. So, 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 so James says, don't do that. Uh, matter of fact, this is what happens. Somebody, when I ask somebody, please stand and read. Somebody read Matthew chapter 7, verses 26 and 27. Let me tell you the result of what happens when you look real quick in the mirror and walk away and not really study and make sure everything is tight. Not really look at God's word intended and make sure you understand and you can apply. Somebody just when, when, when you don't do that, this is what the result will be. Remember I said this was written to Christians, this letter was written to Christians that were under tremendous pressure. Somebody got that? Matthew 7 verses 20 6 and 27. Whoever had their hand up? In the back? Yes sir. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain come down. Precious. The streams rolled. Precious. And the winds blew. Precious. Beat against that house. What happened? And it fell. Great crash. See, when you do not look at God's word and study and tell you, we get excited about the word, we come to church, we hear the word, we get excited, we dance, 
Oh, that was a great message. And how many remember the message a week, a week later? Mm. Mm. I'd like to say, if you if we're like that, we just did a quick peek in the mirror and walked away. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, I'm going back. This was written to a group of people who were under tremendous pressure. Thank you for reading that word, my brother. And the fact that you heard what he said in God's word, if, and Jesus said, if you do not do what the word says, when the pressures mount, yeah. when the storms come, yeah. watch this, you will have no foundation, Pastor. Amen. And when the winds come up, you collapse. Preaching, you preaching, lose your mind. You lose everything. Yeah. You don't know which way to do. So yeah. it's so important to apply God's work. More than just listening and smiling and getting happy, yeah. but do you go home and do you study God's word? Let me give you the, the keys. I said, this is the keys. Uh, um, obedience is the key. And what should you do? What is it? We talked about the mirror, so let's talk about these keys. Verse 25, he gives four steps what you need to do. In, in verse 25, he says, you got to look intently, that's the NIV, into the perfect law that gives freedom. What does that mean? First thing you need to do is observation. You must observe God's work. And it says, look intently. I really have to stop here for a minute. It says, in the perfect law of liberty. Perfect law of liberty? Is that oxymoron? Is that the law of liberty? Because, you know, when you talk about Christians, when anybody talk with some folk who not a Christian, and some of the things that they say, I can't be a Christian because it's too restrictive. I can't be a Christian. you got too many do's and don'ts. Not that they know about Christianity, but that's what they heard. That's what they think Christianity you, you can't do. But, um, but didn't Jesus say, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Did he not say that? Whom the Son has set free is free indeed. When you give your heart to the Lord, there's a freedom that you've never experienced, that you will never experience when you come to Him. And when you develop and grow and a relationship in Him, it's a freedom that nobody can understand. A freedom that will that will blow people's minds. Some people think that when you become a Christian, you're restricted. But no, you've got a liberty that you've never had before. Think about it. All the things that the world chases. Chasing after things. And guess what? And think about it. In our natural state, our natural man is never satisfied. It's always looking for the next thing. And watch that. As you're looking for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, you're in bondage to that. But see, once you become a follower of Jesus Christ, you find you have liberty. You find you will be content in Him. Because He said, my God shall supply all, all my needs. See, there's a liberty that you can have freedom in. So when you look at God's work, you must do an observation. Amen. Not do a quick... You know, I'll just shoot you. shall not And go on about your way. Yeah. Love that scripture today. Yeah. But go home. Break it down. Because David said, Lord is my shepherd. What does that mean? Is it your shepherd? Think about that thing. Don't just, just glance over it just quickly, but look intently like you look in the mirror. Think of it this way. 
If you're a person that looks in that mirror to make sure everything's in place, yes. look in God's holy word. Look intently and you will find what God says about you. You will find what God will tell you how to govern your life. How to govern your life. Are you listening today? Yes. So first is Hallelujah. observation. Now, now in the KJV, it says, Whoso looketh, looketh into the perfect law of liberty. Um, and so, look, and I read, says, um, um, looks intently. Whoso looketh. I like the NIV because it says, has that word intent. It's not a casual thing. Mm -hmm. So we have observation. Yeah. The next thing James says is, and continues to do this, that would be meditation. So we have observation. Yeah. Then there must be meditation. meditation. Uh, somebody read please Joshua 1.8. Joshua one eight meditation. What does that mean? Um, and, 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 and I'm, I'm going to say this. Um, you know, I used to think, Pastor Black. Yeah. I had this conversation with you. Mm -hmm. I used to think, Pastor, that meditation is just your thing. Yeah. About it. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I thought. I'm going to give you guys another thought. Everybody think that was up that way? Yeah. When you meditate, you, yeah. you think about things. Somebody please read Keep Joshua. in your mind. Keep yeah. it in your mind. Joshua, who's got that? Oh, I'm in the back, okay? Keep this book of the law uh -huh. always on your lips. Meditate oh, okay. on it uh -huh. day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous uh -huh. and successful. Yeah. Did, you, did you get that? Now I'm going to tell you something. That word meditate, I did a little bit See, I had to look intently, y'all. Uh, I did that little study on that, Pastor G. And found that word meditate. Not only just means think, but it means to utter. It means to moan. Watch this. So when you meditate, you're not just thinking, you are saying. Going back to my illustration, the Lord is my shepherd. When you look intently at that and you begin to meditate, you begin to look. You go around doing it that the Lord is my shepherd. Mm. Mm. The Lord is my shepherd. See, that's yes. meditation. Yes. Not just thinking, but you are uttering mm. that thought. Yes. Observation, meditation. Time giving you the, the, the keys to successful Christian living, and that would be obedience. And 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 and, 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 and James spells it out for us. Meditation. So when you start thinking, that word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against God. Oh, it's so beautiful. But you want to meditate. Begin to speak it out. Speak it out through the day. See, watch this. So you pick a portion of scripture. You look at it intently. Lord, speak to my heart about this. And then throughout the day, you start meditating. Not only thinking about it, but you also start talking about it. Yeah. Talking about it to yourself. Why? What's happening, y'all? Because when you start to meditate, when you start to talk about it, guess where it's going? It's going in your spirit. And yes. what are you doing? Yes. You are building a foundation. Amen. Amen. Now, now I gotta say this. We know the Bible tells us that the word is quick and powerful. 
It's a lot sharper than any two-edged sword. Yeah. This is the body of the But it shows us up for who we are. Now I gotta tell you, sometimes when you look intently into the law, perfect law of liberty, when you look into God's holy word, there might be some things you don't want to hear. Because when you look in God's word, he'll tell us who we are. Yeah. And he'll tell us what his son did for us. Are you hearing me today? He'll show us and tell us certain things that he does not like. And let me tell you, if you're doing this right, you change not because of the do's and don'ts. You do it because you love him. It's out of the love. It's like, if my Savior don't like it, I don't like it. Amen. It's a freedom, y'all. It's not a restriction. Mm-hmm. We got observation, meditation, and, and, and then he goes on to say, not forgetting, this is all in, in verse 25, not forgetting what he has heard. That would be memorization. Mm. Observation, Mm-mm. meditation, all right. memorization. Yes. How many of you memorize scripture? Very good. Constant base. Okay. Okay, I'm not putting anybody on blast. But I'm going to encourage you. Because remember, this letter was written to Christians who are under tremendous pressure. But you see, sometimes when you're under tremendous pressure, you may not be able to get to your Bible. You may not be able to get to that that verse of scripture, that bookmark that you had, that little note that you had. But when you memorize scripture, what's going to happen? It's going to well up out of you. When certain situations come your way, it's going to well up out of you. Why? Because you memorize it and it's gone into your spirit and you will not forget it. Can I I tell you something? Um, Two years ago when I was a deacon, we went around the community, um, folk, and I watched this as a woman. We used to commune, and then eventually sickness overtook, and she wound up having dementia. And you know, it took a while to for people to get to know, far to get to know who people were, or just her surroundings. Now, with as much difficulty she had, somebody said to her, oh, "So and so, you want pray?" There was no, there was no stumbling. Yeah. There was no fumbling. There was no difficulty. She said, "Stop putting the name of Jesus." I went. See, because it was in her. Yeah. Even though her body may perish, the outside yeah. man perishes day by day. Her spirit man was renewed. See, it doesn't matter. You got to get it in you, and part of that memorization. Yeah. 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 Of liberty. So, observation, meditation, memorization. And I'm going to encourage you: you've not, if you've not um, had the practice of memorizing scripture, start. Start today. Whatever works for you. Start memorizing scripture. Start memorizing. And I'm going to tell you it's like this, because I know some of you can just sing. I know, sister, I know that sometimes things are not going your way because the hymns are well inside you. No. The songs that were well inside of you. It just boom. Something just, just boom. And so it'll be just like that with God's word. You start memorizing God's word. And it's just going to start. It's just going to swell up inside of you. 
and you're not even going to realize, boom, it's there, boom. It will speak to your situation. And finally, it says, he says, but doing it, he says, not only you don't forget what you said, what you read and what you heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. That's what, that's called application. Observation. Meditation. Memorization. Application. So see, and watch this, all four have to work together. You can't leave out one. You've got to have all four working. You've got to look intently into God's word. You've got to meditate on his word. You've got to memorize God's word. Watch it. And then you got to do what it says. Go back to an illustration. The Lord is my shepherd. How many of you believe that? You know that? I shall not what? How many of you believe that when the bills are due? And the creditors are saying, you owe us, it's been two months now. How many of you are saying, look, is it rolling up and the Lord is my shepherd? I shall not want. Maybe you don't know where the next food is, where your next meal is coming from. You just don't know how it's going. How many, does that scripture well up? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The church won't talk to me. Amen. I talk to you. That you will be blessed. Let me tell you what that word blessed means. It means happy. It also means fortunate. You do these these keys. You you do these four steps. Obedience will be your key. You do these things. And you will find that you will be happy. Now you may not have to be in your situation, not be happy of the situation, but there will be a freedom that you have that, that, that people will not understand because you know who you trust in. And you really can say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Are, are you hearing me today? Yes. See, and, and how will you be blessed? And I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Remember I told you why I was the writing, purpose of the writing? It was addressed to, to folk who were under tremendous pressure. Now, um, Deacon Bob, I saw you had your hand up before, so I'm going to ask you to um, get for us Matthew 7 again, but read verse 24 and 25. See, if you do these things, this is what's going to happen. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 and 25. See, if you do these things, observation, meditation, memorization, and application, think about Matthew 7, 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. The rain came down, the stream rose, and the wind blew and beat against the house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. Amen. Thank you. See, pressure. Pressure. But the house stood. Why? Because that individual was on a sure foundation. That individual applied God's work for us. It will help us. Let me tell you, I'm I'm not just preaching to you. I put myself in this because I want to say, how will you be blessed? Let me tell you, when I started memorizing this, our church, we are, our scripture um, for this year is Isaiah 43, um, verses 14 to 19. And I started memorizing. Let me tell you, 
what God did for me. I'm, I'm, so I'm letting you know. I'm not just saying it. I experienced it. Because when I got to the point where God says in verse um, 18, he said, forget the former things. Do not call the past. See, when I'm thinking about Agape Tabernacle, household of faith church, yeah. our building, our, the Lord said to me, see, I'm doing a new thing. Hallelujah. Told me how the Lord just blessed her to rebuild 
and how he put people in her way yeah. to be able to rebuild. Yeah. And that's what we're believing God for. Yeah. And when I love it, when you come out to the front, when you look at the front, you go by 15th and out of day, the front is like yours, in, in the grass and, yeah. and the stone. And, yeah. and it reminds us of, of um, your church reminds us of agape. Amen. But I am so excited to see what God is doing here at Eagles Ministry, yeah. Eagles Wings, and, and, and I get excited. So, And when I started memorizing that scripture, the Lord said, Behold, I do a new thing. Amen. And speaking of what, we draw strength from one another and, pass, and, and conversating with Pastor Black, I'm really encouraging. And God. meeting the people of God at yes. Eagles uh, Wings Church and Ministry, uh, I'm really, really encouraged. As we walk in and look at this um, fine edifice still doing some work, we are encouraged today. Yes. Yes. But in order to get encouraged, see, if I didn't have nothing, I'd be walking around, what was me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, what are you gonna do? Right? Right. <laughs> See, that's how I'm gonna suggest when you get that attitude, uh, when, when it's all about you and you're not looking at what God is doing, I would like to suggest think about this script. Mm -hmm. Think about this message today. Observation, mm -hmm. meditation, memorization, and application. Yeah. Are you applying God's words to your life? Mm -hmm. In order to apply it, you gotta know. Mm -hmm. You gotta know, you gotta understand. Yeah. You understand, you gotta look at it. And I tell you, hallelujah, hallelujah.